to this edition of the KTH 910 AM Interview of the Week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. I'm Dave Palmer, uh, the executive director here at the station, and Diane is running the board. And uh, I recently got an email from Jeannie Dunn at St. Patrick Parish in Dallas, which I love because it's where I grew up, it's where I went to school, and so whenever St. Patrick's calls, I, <laughs> I jump because I love the parish so much. And uh, she was telling me about an event uh, that's coming up, actually this coming Wednesday, September 28th, 615. It's called Life After Row. Where do we go? And it's from the St. Patrick's Respect Life Ministry at the parish. And I have Amy Vitek on the line with me, uh, Director of Evangelization at St. Patrick uh, Catholic Parish in Dallas, uh, to talk about this event and also the parish in general. So, Amy, uh, glad to have you with us. Thanks for taking some time uh, today. Thank you, Dave. We're happy to be here. All right. Well, I, I know you and I have spoken before. Can you remind our, our listeners about your background and a little bit more about your role as uh, Director of Evangelization at the parish? Uh, well, my background is uh, I didn't really have Christ in my life for 48 years. Um, went on an extra retreat, um, actually about eight years ago within a couple of days, and found Christ and um, came into the Catholic Church received all my sacraments on April 4th, 2015. And then I just started working and volunteering at the parish. I became active in our youth ministry. And from that led to me having a position at as the director of evangelization at St. Patrick's, which I have held now going on two years. Um, and did you, did you go to the retreat as a non-Catholic? Is that right? Yes, I went to the retreat um, as a non-Catholic, but also not having Christ in my life or really wow. knowing who He was. And I, I know we talked about this before, and it's all coming back to me now as far as our, our previous interview, but uh, re- remind me, because it's such a fascinating story, what, <laughs> who convinced you to go in that state of your life? It seems like the last thing you would have wanted to do is go, to go to a, a Catholic Christian retreat. Well, I didn't even know it was a Catholic Christian retreat. I thought it was just a girls' weekend out by the lake. <laughs> um, but yeah, but one of my closest friends, Kelly Beakey, um, knew that I needed this, and I guess the Holy Spirit prompted her to send out the invite to me. And I knew that she was going to be there, so I at least knew somebody that I knew very closely was going to be there with me. So I just, I just took that leap of faith, and I almost turned my car around several times you know, going to get on the bus, but um, the Holy Spirit kept me online, and I ended up on the retreat and finding Christ. Yeah. Was there a particular moment in the retreat that you can point to and say, this is when the, you know, the scales fell, and or, or was it just kind of a gradual thing through that weekend? I think really what started the wheels moving was stations, um, watching stations from Mary's point of view, and not really seeing um, or knowing about the whole passion to begin with, and to relate myself with Mary because I'm, you know, I'm a mom with only one son. She was a mom with only one son, and so therefore we had something in common. And just seeing what Christ went through, you know, and, and all that He did for me, and I wasn't doing anything for Him. Yeah. You know, I, I I was just living the life that He died for. I wasn't living it the way he wanted me to live it. And so that started the wheels turning, and it was a slow kind of gradual um, throughout the weekend. And by Saturday, man, I could yell from the rooftop, I found Jesus. And my <laughs> different person, I mean, my friends and my husband will tell you, the girl that got on the bus was not the girl who came back. 
So I, I had, I think, I think St. Paul was with me because I kind of had that same type of conversion in three days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is uh, amazing. Uh, great story. And uh, again, like I said, it all, it's all coming back because I know we talked about this before. Uh, to talk about the parish, be, well, I want to get to this life after row event coming up on Wednesday, but the parish itself, as I mentioned uh, earlier, I, I grew up in the parish. So I remember many, many pastors all the way going back into the 1970s when I was uh, a kid. And uh, you, you've had a longtime pastor. Father Joseph Omer Koenig uh, re- retire recently. Um, tell us about kind of the leadership of the parish and uh, what's what's going on there these days. Well, we have um, we have Father Joseph is still there, um, and but he you know he is in a retired role. Um, Father Charles is now our head pastor, um, and he has you know a big heart for Jesus. And then we have Father Adam. Um, you know, and he, he is from Redemptus Mater, um, seminary. So we have a really, I think a really good mix of variety of priests and their backgrounds are all different. And so it gives you a chance of whatever priest that you like and whatever homily that you like, you know, because they each, they're each so different. Um, they're each unique, you know, have one from Kenya and one from Poland and one from Germany, you know, <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's wonderful because yeah. you can go, oh, <laughs> Yeah, right. It's uh, yeah, very, very, which is indicative of the parish itself because I know it's a very diverse parish, and I'm curious. You know, evangelization. I, I don't. Th- I think you would probably agree is not one size fits all. So, how do you evangelize to a very diverse parish? You know, ethnically, age wise. You know, male, female, uh, different walks of life, different socioeconomic conditions. Uh, what's what's your approach to try to bring the gospel to such a, a, a diverse community? You just have to meet them where they're at. You know, you meet each and individual person where they're at with their walk with Christ um, is the main key. And that's kind of, I guess, my superpower that in the role that I am and from my background and what I have went through in my past, um, you know, I'm able just to sit down with them and meet them where they're at and bring programs that fit that that ethnic backgrounds, um, you know, what, what speaks to them. I always ask questions, you know, well, what was it like, you know, where you grew up? You know, what was, how was faith brought to you, you know, at where you grew up? And so I try to get some information from them to help find things for that group. Um, but the, I mean, the main key is you just got to meet them like Jesus would, you know, just like, you know, he met the woman at the well. He just sat down with her and said, you know, hey, I'm meeting you right where you're at and just walk with them through that journey. And so that's kind of, what we do at St. Patrick's is we meet people where they are, no matter what ethnic background they are, financial background they are. You know, we just, we meet them right there where they're at. Yeah. Amen. My guest is Amy Vitek. She's director of evangelization at St. Patrick Catholic Parish in Dallas over on Ferndale Road. And, uh, the, 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 the main thing we were going to talk about during this interview is an event that's coming up this coming Wednesday on September 28th in the evening, beginning at 6 15. Uh, PM doors open at six. It's called Life After Row. Where do we go? Uh, come and see what resources are available in our diocese for women in crisis pregnancies, victims of sexual assault, abortion recovery, and homeless uh, mothers as well. Amy, how how did this event um, come come along? It almost seems like a, an event that could be you know draw people from all across the diocese or the whole region. Uh, why St. Patrick's and, and why this topic? Well, it started over about a, about a year ago once we all came back from COVID, and Father Charles wanted to 
you know, get the ministries up and running again, you know. And so he comes to me and he said, hey, you know, we need to get pro-life back up and running because it is a very important of our, you know, of our Catholic faith. And I'm like, I don't even know anything about pro-life. You know, I know I've always been pro-life, but I've never been active in it. And so um, the lady who was, was running the program, she was so overwhelmed with other things that she was doing in her parish. So I said, you know what, let me take it over. Let me take it over for you. And so I started developing a team and just, you know, asking, you know, people to volunteer to, you know, be part of this program. And so I was very blessed that God brought people to me that were a part of White Rose, that are a part of Birth Choice, that are a part of Project Joseph. And we sat around the table and we said, what, you guys are out in the the battlefield, you know, you guys work out there. What do you think the need is of the parish? What do we need to start doing to educate people on, you know, all of these, you know, pro-life, you know, battles that we're having? And they said, you know what, it's education. People aren't educated about our Catholic faith and what is really going on in these abortion clinics. What is going, what, and what resources are out there for people who want to keep their baby. So we, it's been a long, it's been a whole year of slowly educating um, our parishioners by putting ads in the bulletin, articles in the bulletin. But I, I, I said, well, how can we do it different? You know, how can we do it? different than it's being done because it seemed like to me from an outsider looking in both sides have been arguing back and forth and it just didn't seem that Jesus was any part of it. And so we're, we, we've come to this approach with the eyes and heart of Christ. Everything we've done over the last past year has been, if this is what Jesus would say, this is what Jesus, you know, how he would present it. And so it comes to a point about June where, okay, we, we've, we've slowly have brought in, you know, educating very slowly, very softly. Now it's time to, okay, we need to dive in a little deeper. And so we started with the five non-negotiables of the Catholic faith. And what that did is that sparked a lot of conversation within our parish that a lot of our parishioners do not know about the five non-negotiables of the Catholic faith. And so what we decided is, like, let's pick those apart and let's have a speaker and let's bring in as many people that can support that speaker. And that's kind of where this kind of stemmed. It was just an idea, you know, just for the parishioners, you know, of our, ch- you know, of our church. And, and what happened is God just brought all these other people here. Mm. Um, you know, Father Charles was meeting with parishioners and talking to them about, you know, abortion in our Catholic faith. You know, and that no matter what, the main the main message that we're all giving is you're still loved. Yeah, Christ still loves you. You know, and so what we we said okay, we're going to have a night. We we need to have a night, and so our all of our priests this weekend will be giving homilies on abortion, but more about life. You know how sacred life is. And so I was like, I don't want our, you know, our priest out there, you know, outside until the next mass asking questions. So we need to have an event where people can come and talk to the people who are on the front lines, who are part of these organizations, and and let's educate what is out there. Um, And so I started asking, you know, I asked, you know, White Rose, I asked Birth Choice, I asked Project Joseph, Project Rachel, and then from there it stemmed into you know, we, we ended up getting, um, yeah, Donna Mercy. That was one that I just stumbled upon. You know, those Donna Mercy is 
women and men who, um, it's a counseling center for women and men who are sexually abused. Mm -hmm. Well, the women who run that center, um, run that organization have been part of pro-life for so many years. And what they have said is a lot of people who have abortions are usually victims of sexual abuse. So we need to bring them into there, you know, as well, because that's part of from the time you find out you're pregnant to the time you have your baby. And then it turned into Bella's house and my shoes. And then the Texas Christian adoption was one of the last ones that came into this mix. And it was a parishioner calling to talk to me. Um, just She just wanted another voice because she was experiencing something that I had gone through. And she just wanted to feel like someone, you know, she wasn't alone in that. And I just asked her, so what do you do, you know, what do you do for your job? And she goes, oh, I work for Texas Christian Adoptions. And their message was so beautiful. And I'm like, you've got to be part of this. You've got to be part of this. So it, this just kind of exploded. I mean, God just exploded this, um, you know, for us here at the parish. And it's just kind of overwhelming and, and mind-blowing to know that, a simple little seed has now turned into this and it's all because of him. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it is impressive how many different groups that you've brought together. Cause I think I've interviewed every one of these groups with the exception of Texas Christian adoptions, but never like under one roof <laughs> have I seen them all come together. So this is really interesting. How, how is the event going to be formatted? Cause it says on the flyer here, we will have speakers from these organizations to answer your questions. Is, are they going to be at tables where you walk up? Are there going to be formal presentations? Uh, how, how will the evening uh, progress? So we had to actually start the evening a little earlier because we had all these groups. And so what's kind of the evening is going to start. The doors going to open at 6 o'clock. Father Charles is going to give a welcome and a prayer. There'll be a little direction how the night is going to go. But we're going to start off with Jacqueline Smith, who is um, from the Speakers Bureau at the Catholic Pro-Life Community of the Dallas uh, Diocese of Dallas. She's going to talk about 45 minutes about abortion. She's also going to probably share a little bit about her personal testimony. Um, and then we are going to give each organization 10 minutes to talk about what they do out in the community, except for Project Rachel and Project Joseph. They will have 15 minutes because they have actually people who are going to have personal testimonies and witnesses. Hmm. Um, and then so at the end of the night, um, we're going to announce if you want to ask questions, you may go to the organization's tables where you can, you know, ask whatever you want to ask. We know that some people are going to be very shy um, or very uncomfortable asking something out loud that others may hear. And just, you know, they don't want to be judged. So we're going to have little boxes at each table where um, someone can write out their question that they need answered. They can put it into the box with their email or their phone number, and that organization will take those boxes at the end of the night, and they will call and reach out to the people and answer those questions that they put in there privately um, because we felt that that needs to be someone who, who might be uncomfortable or suffering. It lets them know that, that I have a safe place to ask this question or ask for help. Um, so that's, and so the end of the night, we'll just wrap up back in prayer and, um, you know, send everybody off and with a blessing and for safety and that'll be the night. Yeah. Very nice. It's called life after a row. Where do we go? Wednesday, September 28th. So this coming Saturday, I mean, I'm sorry, this coming Wednesday, uh, 6 15 PM doors open at six. As Amy said, 
and uh, groups like Birth Choice, Project Rachel, Project uh, Rachel, Project Joseph, Dawn of Mercy, uh, Project Gabriel, uh, White Rose, Bella House, In My Shoes, Texas Christian Adoptions, all under one roof uh, for that one evening. So if you have interest in this or if you've been impacted by any of the ways that these groups address, this is definitely the event for you. Um, and uh, my guest, Amy Vitek, Director of Evangelization, St. Patrick's Catholic uh, Parish is where this is going to be held. They're at 9643 Ferndale Road in Dallas, 75238. And Amy, um, you mentioned about the first event on the non-negotiables, and now you have this one. Is Are, are you thinking that this is going to be a series, like there might be some others to come? Yes, there will be others to come. Um, we're going to see how this night you know, unfolds. And also, you know, because, you know, we want to make sure that our parishioners have time to process. And so we, we don't want this to be a rush, you know, to jump into the next one. Um, and it took three months to pull this together. So we're planning on probably in January to, um, to see what, what scriptures are for that month, what gospels are for that month, and try to fit in the next non-negotiable um, that fits in with a gospel. And then we'll, we'll do the same type of event where we'll bring in speakers um, for in any organization that fits in that category so people can ask questions and actually hear the truth. So I would anticipate it's probably going to be every quarter just because it takes so much time to put this type of event together that we have learned with this very first one. Yeah, and, and I think well, yeah, you, what you learned from the first one is that there is a lot of interest in this. And are you able to promote this? Obviously, this is being broadcast across the entire you know Dallas and Fort Worth diocese, but are you reaching out across the diocese to let other parishes know about it? Or what has been the, the marketing campaign so far? So um, a funny story. Um, I was contacted by Terry Webb, who you know does work for um, the Catholic Pro-Life, and he came and, and spoke with my little group, and so I told him, hey, we're going to start this event. He goes, well, once you get the bulletin, let me know, and then we'll blast it out to all the other parishes. So we we have blasted this out to all the other parishes. Um, they all have it. You know, we've, we've, we've reached out to anybody and everybody about this event, Texas Catholic Magazine, you know, the newspaper. Mm-hmm. You know, we've reached out to them. Um, and so, yes, we're trying to get it out to as many people. It's all over social media. So I'm hoping that we'll, we'll fill the room um, and so people can get the truth on, you know, the facts about what is offered for pro-life and what. Yeah. Oh, you said fill the room. Is it going to be at the, in the, 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 the church or is it going to be in, a, in another room, like in the, the old church, the, the social hall or what? Yeah, it's going to be in the school auditorium. Okay. Yeah, I went to yeah. school, you know, I went to school there and back then when I was in like fourth and fifth grade, that old one was the church. <laughs> uh, yeah. and so I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm going back in time, but of course you've got the, the, well, well relatively, well, new, new parish that's been there for a while, but uh, okay. So that's where it's going to be. And, uh, if you have any questions about this event, uh, should they contact you directly or go to the website or, or how can they learn more, Amy? They can do either way. They can go to the website or they can definitely contact me um, at amy at org, or call the church and ask to speak with me. Um, I'm more than happy to answer any questions that they have about this event. Um, so, yeah, either way is, is totally fine. 
All right. So spccdallas.org is the website. And if you want to email Amy Vitek, Director of Evangelization, directly, just uh, Amy, A-M-Y, at spccdallas.org. Yeah, org, right? Yes. Yeah. And the church website is stpatricksdallas.org. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. stpatricksdallas.org. Okay. Thank you for that correction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Amy, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate it. And also, Jeannie Dunn, thanks again. I'm sure she's listening. And uh, thank you for the suggestion and uh, letting us know about this. We're promoting it on the air and uh, I, I hope many people can, can come. It's, it's a really, uh, I've never seen an event like this with so many groups uh, represented here in North Texas uh, in the pro-life work, all together under one roof. Life After Row, where do we go? Wednesday, September 28th, this coming, this coming Wednesday, 615 uh, at St. Patrick's in Dallas, uh, 9643 Ferndale Road, Dallas 75238. Uh, doors open at 6. And uh, we hope it's a, it's, a, it's a huge success and a lot of people find healing and uh, great information from it. So, Amy, thanks a lot. Great speaking with you today. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, thank you. And, Diane, uh, Xavier, thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you have suggestions for future interviews, uh, reach out to me directly, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. This is the interview of the week here on KTH 910 AM. Have a great rest of your weekend. Come join the St. Joseph Catholic Church community at 600 South Jupiter Road in Richardson for fun and fellowship at their annual St. Joseph Fall Festival on Sunday, October 23rd. The time of the festival is from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on parish grounds. Taste the delicious food of hot dogs, hamburgers, international cuisine from the multicultural community and enjoy games, boots, inflatables, music, and a special entertainment. There will be fun for all ages. Visit josephcatholic.org for more information. Our young people today are growing up in a largely post-Christian culture, making the task of instilling the faith in teenagers all the more difficult for parents, catechists, and youth ministers. That's why, working alongside the parishes and schools, NET Ministries helps young people to encounter the person of Christ. NET's evangelistic retreats are led by vibrant young Catholic missionaries who use peer-to-peer ministry to bring God's love to retreatants. To schedule a NET retreat today, go to netusa.org forward slash schedule. Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. I'm Dave Palmer here at uh, KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network, and this is our interview of the week for this weekend. Thanks for joining us, and we like to talk about local Catholic things, and uh, it's, I always say, if it's local and Catholic, it fits the bill for this uh, program, and we always enjoy suggestions, and my uh, dear friend Bob Parra, longtime friend and sponsor of with Parra Car Care, has uh, been involved very, very closely over at his parish, Good Shepherd Catholic the community in Colleyville with a group called That Man Is You, and it's geared towards men, helping them to be better men, better Christians, better husbands, better fathers, and uh, he is here. He's the core team leader, the ministry lead for That Man Is You, and uh, as we've done three years in a row now, he has brought with him the master of ceremonies, Kyle Krisnick, uh, and they are both in studio with me, and uh, very good to see both of you gentlemen. Thanks for, thanks for being here. Hey, good thanks morning, Dave. Thank you Thank for you having us. Yeah, so, Bob, let me start with you. Uh, you know, I want to start off uh, for the, the man or the wife who can encourage her husband or father to do, or son to do this. Just the basics. If somebody has never heard of That Man Is You, what is it? How long has it been around? And what's the, what's the purpose? That Man Is You was uh, created about 15 years ago by a company out of Houston called uh, Paradisus Day. And uh, they have a number of programs, but this one really caught my eye about 15 years ago, Dave, and really has made an impact on my life. As a husband, as a father of three daughters, 
um, and someone that is you know uh, you know follows uh, church church teaching and, and wants to get a little bit more deeper in my faith and really just doesn't have time in the evenings and hard enough time to carve out some time on the weekends. So it's a, it was just a wonderful opportunity to to really to have a program that you could fit into you know within an hour hour and a half. And uh, so thank you for the uh, Good Shepherd Catholic community and and Father Mike for endorsing this program and and uh, KETH for allowing us to be here today. It's uh, it's an awesome program. Uh, we meet on Tuesday mornings at 5.30 a.m. in the morning, Dave. There is nothing going on in the world at 5.30 <laughs> in the morning. To come and listen to some of the, some of the best uh, speakers and uh, be able to have some group work and uh, be able to uh, have an opportunity to come together as men and uh, learn more about what uh, God has planned for us. Uh, we've had um, some wonderful sessions so far already. Uh, we're looking forward to this next Tuesday. Uh, basically, like you said earlier, it's, it's, it's becoming a better husband, a better, a, a better uh, uh, son, a better you know father, um, and building friendships. Oh my gosh, Dave! You know, building the friendships that that I've been able to to nurture and encounter through these years has have really helped me. Uh, become uh, you know man after God's own heart and and really feel like I, I I can you know be established in 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 a way that is holy and although I fall short Dave but it's just really nice to be able to speak to men and be able to speak to you know uh, to guys about uh, the goodness of, of the Lord in my life yeah, and you know, Bob said that there's not a whole lot going on at five thirty. A lot of guys are like, "I'm horizontal at five <laughs> thirty. There's something going on. Yeah. And it's it's this newsville." Uh, Kyle, you obviously um, are. Uh, you've been doing this for three years now. Been the MC. What, what? Tell me about the role of MC and why, from your own perspective, it's important for you to get up that early oh, and wow. be with the men for um, this, these events. Uh well, yeah. Thanks for having us. Uh, as as far as the role of the MC. You know, I, I I like to think that uh, my number one job is to uh, kind of just sounds silly, but to pump it up. Like you know, it's five three in the morning. You, you got your, your coffee might not have kicked in fully yet, <laughs> and uh, you're kind of just walking in. And maybe even newer guys. It's, yeah. We had new guys this week, and they didn't know what to expect. Uh, kind of come around the corner. Oh, what's happening here? And I mean, just welcome them to uh, what we do. And I mean, these Tuesday morning sessions are. Three years sounds like a crazy commitment, but it's it's been the blessing like no mm-hmm. other. Yeah. Um, to like we're joking about, there's nothing going on, especially for you know we're busy. Oh, you got family, kids, work, all these things are going on. Well, this is that one chance that five thirty morning. This is going to help you. You know, you have your Sunday mass. That's that gets you every week. Sunday, awesome. But maybe Monday came and kind of gut punched you in a little bit, and you lost a little bit of that spark. Mm-hmm. And that's what we love about these Tuesdays is just bringing guys in. Uh, from all all ages, all walks of lives, and like Bob was saying, friendships and just the fellowship's amazing. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to and really. And it's over by seven o'clock oh, in the yeah. morning, so really you're in and out pretty quickly, hour and a half at the most. Uh, but a lot gets done during that hour oh, and a half, doesn't sure. it? You're, we're talking. You no, know, you get in. We have a nice breakfast for you. Definitely, there's food and coffee ready to roll. Uh, it ends, we have to be done at, at right before seven o'clock because we do have mass is offered right after as well. So a lot of guys can't, they got to write off to work. That's great. But if you can't stick around and enjoy morning mass, it is, uh, 
a blessing for sure. Yes. Uh, talking about uh, That Man Is You at Good Shepherd Catholic Community started in Houston, as, as Bob said as well. And uh, Bob, you've already already got a couple of these under your belt. And for guys listening right now, first of all, they don't have to be members of Good Shepherd Catholic Parish to participate, right? And That's right. Uh, what, what, how have the first two gone so far? Uh, what, what, what have been the highlights, would you say? We are incredibly blessed, Dave. We have had lots of new faces. Um, all parishes, you know, in the area are, are well Welcome to come. Uh, we start at 5.30 a.m. there at Good Shepherd Catholic Community, the Parish Hall. Uh, you can register at the door, or you can go to tmiy.com and register for a parish close to you. But everyone, you know, all men, uh, high school grads and older, Dave, are, are welcome to come. And we've got all, you know, age groups uh, present. And so, it, 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 you know, they're all, we're all, you know, reaching for the same thing, and that's, you know, deciding, you know, how how to be more like a present day, uh, you know, uh, saints with, you know, learning more about the power and purpose, uh, how meditation and contemplation and uh, the things that we can uh, take uh, from this. So the first two sessions have been outstanding, Radiate and Illuminate with Mark Hartfield. Uh, this week it was How to Win the Culture War with uh, Dr. Peter Krift. And um, uh, this next week, uh, Tuesday morning, will be with uh, Michael Gormley and the Envy of the Jaundiced Eye. And I just cannot say enough about the impact it's having on these guys. And, and yes, we, we welcome, we welcome everyone, you know, in, from any parish in the area, Dave. And, and uh, we've had guys that have come, you know, as far away as, as Arlington, guys, you know, Keller, guys from, Graham, uh, from, uh, uh, Grapevine. And so, um, and it's one of those types of programs, you know, you can come, and uh, the experience, and if you miss the next week, that's fine. You know, you can come back. You know, anytime over the next uh, twelve week period, because we'll we'll have actually thirteen sessions here in the fall, and we'll have uh, we'll pick up in uh, January and have you know another uh, uh, thirteen in in the uh, spring, Dave. So yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, and can't say enough about the participation. It's just. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bob mentioned about uh, having the three daughters, and I know you've got grandchildren as well. Yes. Kyle, you're younger, but I know you've got some some young children <laughs> as well. well one, one thing that has really impressed me that I've learned so much, especially in my work in Catholic Radio, is I think a lot of men don't understand the value of the, the good leadership in a family. And mm-hmm. it doesn't always just, not just infused. We have to learn it. We have oh, yeah. to have examples. We have to watch things, go to these kind of meetings, have good friendships. So talk about the, you know, for the guy out there who maybe want to rather sleep in on Tuesday mornings, why, why this is important, not only for him, but for his family and maybe his workplace. We need good men, don't we? Oh, for sure. You, you, you hit it right on the head. I mean, as a, a parent, I have three uh, young children, um, ages seven, five, and, and three, and uh, it's it's easy to feel like okay, I've I'm doing enough. Um, but I, what what got me about this was realizing I wasn't fully engaged, and, and not saying I wasn't caring about my family. No, we're not mm-hmm. saying that. But really bringing God into the family structure and just making that completely encompassing all we do. You know, I'm blessed to have my children in Catholic school at Holy Trinity and Grapevine, and just continuing that, not allowing it there to be any, like, drop-offs. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, there's so many distractions right now, especially for our families. You know, they're getting to sports. They're seeing maybe not the kids they're used to seeing and different people and different things they're saying, but always having our faith directly around them. And that man is a huge part of that. Uh, there's tons of moments where you feel like it's talking directly at you, like, hey, when you get home, what's the first thing you do? Do you open the door and you just... 
hey, hi, okay, good, all right, I've got to go to work. Yeah. Like, no, like, you need to open that door and be fully fully involved with your family. Yeah. And pray openly. Like, don't don't just make it a secret. Um, be be loud with your with your faith. Mm-hmm. And this definitely gives us a lot of lessons of blocking. Like this week was the culture war, and definitely we're all we're all battling that every single moment of the day. And and how to you know help our families get through that as well. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Yeah, there's a you know like you say be be loud, be out loud, be don't no, don't keep the faith yeah. to yourself. I mean the the culture is getting not nutty. I mean, there are some things that are going on in our culture that I think our, our grandparents would, would would never even have imagined happening. And we've got to have leadership. And like you say, it's it's got to be bold. Uh, Bob, can you tell us a little bit more about this coming Tuesday's um, meeting at Good Shepherd, mm-hmm. this topic of envy the jaundiced eye? You showed me before we started a little you know highlight of the video that's going to be played. Um, why is this topic important for men? <clears throat> You know, Dave, it's just a—it's going to be a fantastic program by uh, Michael Gormley. And just to read you a couple of the topics that he's going to touch on, one of them, a twisted and inverted vision. Another one, seeing in competition, not in love. Uh, sorrow over another's good. Uh, fight against envy and charity. And willing the good for your beloved. Uh, those are some of the, the headings of the topics that Michael's going to touch on. It's just a short 25-minute program this Tuesday. And, you know, it— there's there's something in there that's going to speak to everyone in in the group. So that man you that man is you you know is the vehicle that we that we need to steer us you know in in God's plan and God's faith and basically take us out of the darkness and into the light. Um, that's why it's called a, a, this session is called the the light of men because it's basically saying hey there's a better way to live there's there's a better way for you to overcome your struggles. And at five thirty in the morning, your mind is clear. Your focus is you know, on the present. And uh, these programs by Paradisus Day and That Man Is You is just one of the simple ways that you can give yourself some care and some love and some uh, you know, moments uh, with God and with men who are uh, both all of you know going through this uh, struggle together. Just this last week alone. Um, you know, with uh, uh, Peter, uh, Doctor Peter Kraft, uh, you know some of the things that uh, you know we talked about this week. Uh, one, there's something you can take home and, out of every session, Dave. And so, you know, you don't want to miss it early. You know, early in the morning, get an early start. Uh, check us out. Give it, you know, give it one or two uh, weeks and just see see how see you know see uh, you know what. You can take from it, and um, it's free, and you can just uh, be with us, and, and we're all in this together, Dave. Yeah, very good. Uh, talking about That Man Is You, it's happening at Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville every Tuesday morning. It started back on September 13th. It goes all the way until uh, December and then starts up again in the spring semester as well. 5.30, the doors open, light breakfast and coffee. And uh, they're finished by 6.55 before 7 o'clock, so you can go right off to, to work. My guests are Bob Parra. He is the ministry lead. And Kyle Krisnick is the master of ceremonies. And, you know, one thing I think we were taught through this recent pandemic is isolation is not good for people. And I think uh, men, I think even more so than women, tend to isolate. Even when there isn't a pandemic going on, we tend to, yeah, we can do it our own and we don't want to, you know. So talk about that. Just what what advantage has it been to you, Kyle, to just be around other men and be able to share and, you know, 
shake oh, hands and be with them. For sure. I mean, uh, shaking hands. Well, you said, well, yeah, you do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that now. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's easy to go back to, like you always say, iron sharpens iron, you know, an amazing yeah. proverb. And, and, and it's true. Uh, you've felt alone and, yeah, we were zooming and you just felt so disconnected. I know we've all, we've all come out of this different people and trying to really get back to where we were. A simple handshake is, is so much more important now, but you're right. Being, being around other men in, you know, cause we've all dealt with these things constantly. We're in this battlefield day to day out there, you know, at work and at home. And it's easy to, when you're on your own, that's when the devil is just going to sneak in there so much easier. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to get you through your, um, you know, we talk about our identity. Um, what you're seen as or your, the, the world, the money, that constant need, uh, almost like the envy side of it. Uh, and then the bedroom, I mean, issues with, with lust and I mean, stuff we deal with constantly and then our time. And if you're just sitting there assuming that, oh, I'll just, it'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. No, you, you need to find other guys to help you. I mean, we're not meant to be on our own. Uh, yes, we are blessed to have our Lord and Savior always with us at all times and the Holy Spirit to, to guide us that way. But at the same time, other men are needed to help yeah. us with it. Yeah, yeah. Bob, is there, we talked about the first three weeks, Radiate and Illuminate, How to Win the Culture War, Envy the Jaundiced Eye. Any preview of where the um, program is going from here? Do they, do they give you uh, the, the, the future sessions or just kind of week to week or what else can you tell us? Well, they are, Dave. They're, they're week to week. And, um, so we, you know, announce the uh, next week's uh, session and we also communicate with the men early in the week, uh, let them know, uh, reminder wise, you know, what we're going to be studying. And then there's, uh, questions that we put up that, uh, you know, kind of keeps the uh, group centered on, you know, why we're there and what can we relate for the, uh, for the day based on that session. So, uh, there are some fantastic sessions that are going to be coming up. Um, we've got uh, John Sablin and his sixth uh, daughter called uh, The Wrath and His Six Daughters. Uh, uh, the next one, uh, session five, will be Pride, uh, the Anti-God. Uh, session six will be Greed, the Root of Evil. Uh, session seven will be Lust, a Colossal Distortion. Lesson eight, Gluttony, the Modern Binge. Uh, so it goes on, Dave. And, um, you know, for, for 12 uh, wonderful weeks, and uh, just an opportunity for men to grow closer to Christ, stronger in their faith, and uh, more uh, God-centered uh, way of living. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they're going through the deadly sins there. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you hit ahead in all of them. Yes. Uh, the 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 the, ver- the variety of ages. You say you can have eighteen-year-olds. You you could have a ninety-year-old in there. How does that kind of that dynamic uh, oh, work? It's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I know that sounds so cheap and vague, but just to hear from other, you know, other l- ways of life and walks. I mean, uh, things that I dealt with, yeah, it might be in different times, but there's gentlemen that have gone through these struggles before and it's sage advice mm-hmm. and built around these programs that that man as you had given us. It's, it's just amazing. And, you know, we say we're these young guns that think we know everything, but no, <laughs> we need to listen to our I, yeah. elders is a bad word in my mind, but they're truly, they're, 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 they're special to us. And, it's great to have them there. Yeah, yeah. You can learn a lot from your elders, and uh, they might need you to, like, you know, f- fix their smartphone or Find something. Their GPS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's a whole other topic. But we'll, <laughs> we'll leave that one alone. Uh, but uh, hey, we're talking about that man is you, uh, Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville. It's going on now. Uh, this Tuesday is going to be one on envy, and uh, as Bob said, uh, some of the other uh, capital sins are going to be uh, talked about as well, and. 
the any testimonies? I, I, I'm guessing you know the best testimony that maybe a man could have is his wife noticing a difference. Mm. You know, uh, you know. I know if my wife says, "Wow, there's something different about you," you know that that that's the greatest compliment because she's noticing. Do, yeah. do you ever get guys saying, "Hey, you know, I I really feel like this is you know like some testimonies maybe after the end of a of a session that uh, that their lives are truly being changed." Oh, 100 percent. You say like your wives, it's funny because we do, you know, we'll have our, these fall sessions and then there is a break in between and you just get people, Hey, when are we starting up? When are we starting up? Yeah, uh, is, yeah. is it this week? <laughs> you know, uh, the summer I felt was the longest summer ever because guys were saying, Hey, can we just, can we just start it up now? I said, well, no, no, there's a plan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, um, you know, those, those mornings, there's just a rejuvenation I, I feel in the family and, and our wives see it. I hundred percent believe that. Absolutely. And, and, um, we're just so blessed to have Kyle as our master of ceremonies. He just brings such a light and such a, such an energy every Tuesday morning. It's just really unbelievable. And a lot of, you know, every, every man that comes in where there's 30 men or 40 men, we have room for plenty more. We have, uh, they have an opportunity to experience, uh, being in a, in a group session. And, um, I mean, and I echo what Kyle just said about, um, you know, marriage. Uh, my wife sees a difference in me, honestly, and I don't mind, you know, saying it. I, she sees a difference in me every, every week uh, and asks me, um, you know, on Monday night, are we going? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Am I going? That, yeah, yeah that, 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 that is awesome. So uh, Bob Parra, Kyle, Chris, and Nick are my guests. That man is you. And this is something that is being done across the country. Do you guys know how many different parishes or probably by the the world by now this is really spreading isn't they, it it is really spreading there are 25,000 men that get together every week in their parish across the country mm-hmm. and Dave to date we're over 100,000 men nationwide since that man is you has gotten started yeah, wow. yeah. The, lives that we've touched and no telling how many other lives that uh, you know that that we've touched as well. Mm-hmm. You mentioned something before we started recording uh, in our conversation. You said it's just good to be around. Yeah, and these are I'm paraphrasing, but just like-minded men because sometimes we can go to work and just like, does anybody think like me? Does anybody see the world like me? But that that is so so good for the soul. Uh, to be able to know that, yeah, there's other people that really take the Catholic Church's teachings seriously. Yes. And, and it's very refreshing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yes, it very much is. And, and to be able to share that joy with, with other men and uh, be able to have a program like That Man Is You and be able to, you know, take a little nugget out of that presentation and be able to start a conversation with someone you maybe don't even know and you just realize, uh, you know, how much deeper you can go in the conversations, uh, and that are they're faith led and God centered and really uh, feel put you in a feeling like of holiness, if you will, for just a moment, like in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so, it's just a, a wonderful opportunity, and it's something that I, Kyle and I, look, you know, look forward to every week. Are there talking about some of the the basics? Is there any cost? Um, obviously, you're serving food and coffee and all that. Uh, is that paid by the parish? Is there a charge or a, a you know a donation requested? We a donation is is, is available, um, but uh, no, it's taken care of. There's no cost whatsoever. Okay, and do do they need to let you know they're coming or just show up? Just or? show up. Okay. We do. You can go on the website uh, to our uh, goodshepherd.com or gscc.net. And uh, you can do early registration. That helps us out because we'll have a name tag for you. You'll be ready to be surprised. We're, we got it all for you. Or 
just show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that be that's no problem at all. We'll take care of you. Yeah. And you mentioned Dr. Peter Kraft and some of the other speakers. Uh, is it a, a different speaker every week? It's always it's always pre recorded, like a, a video. Do you ever have live you know speakers or, it is, or what? They're all pre recorded. Okay. Um, you know, but it is in li- you know in a in a in front of a live audience per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, every speak there's different ones every week. Yeah. Uh, we do have a main core. Uh, group, but uh, you won't see the same guy every every week. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Do you have any clergy that come? Uh, deacons or anybody else? No. It's it's pretty pretty much all lay laymen, right? We have every once in a while we'll have one of the deacons or one of the the priests come by, but uh, normally it is just us uh, laymen. Yep. Yeah. Good. All right. This is the the leadership team, and I think you say you've been getting about thirty five, forty men uh, for these yes. sessions so yes, far, so right? Much, yes. Oh, all right. After this interview, who knows? You better. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> we might have a hundred or two hundred. We, uh, yeah, you never know. Well, it really is a blessing to be able to to uh, leave the parish hall as a group, and the majority of the men uh, you know, take that little walk up, you know, to the. Uh, to the sanctuary, and that's where you know Father uh, really uh, gets excitement to seeing all these men that are being led to Christ through that man is you, which in turn leads them to the ultimate, and that is uh, a moment with Christ in the Eucharist, and that's that's what we're building for, uh, Dave, and that's what we that's what we hope for to be the light on the hill, the light to the world in our in our marriages, in our fatherhood as as cousins and uncles and people of faith, and uh, just uh, by being present. You know, be the light of the world. Yeah. Amen. I want to just give you another 30, 45 seconds. If either of you have any other words of encouragement for men or, you know, wives who can encourage their husbands or fathers or sons to go, uh, we're talking about that man is you. It's happening now this, uh, this semester, this, this fall at, uh, Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville, their website, gscc.net. Uh, Bob Parra is the ministry lead, and Kyle <coughs> Krisnick is the MC, the Master of Ceremonies. So just about out of time, but do either of you have anything else you want to say in words of encouragement before we uh, close things up? I would just say, Dave and, and Kyle, you know, I would say, you know, just don't rely on, on the world. Don't worry, rely on an ent- entity or an individual, a certain individual to solve, you know, what you're going through, um, you know, uh, it's, find find your your help and your direction in your life through the, our church, our mother's church, and uh, let that uh, radiate from you both in your job and your family. And and Dave, we like to say, become your divine destiny, become the light of man. That man is you. Amen. Good way to finish. Uh, and the G- gscc.net. Do you have to put like a? Is there a tab for that man is you, or do you, what, will they find information on that website? Do you know, Kyle? Uh, yes, it will be under um, ministries. Ministries, okay. And there'll be faith and focus. Okay. And right there will be that man is you. Okay, gscc.net, uh, ministries, faith and focus, that man is you, right? Follow Restart. that. Yes. And- <laughs> yes. All right, thanks so much, uh, gentlemen, for being here. Thanks to uh, Diane and Cecil for running the board. This was such a big interview, it needed, we needed two board ops uh, to, to finish <laughs> oh it. Uh, that's how powerful you guys <laughs> well, are. Thank you, guys. Dave, and thank uh, you yeah. for KTH and 19AM for all you do in the community, and, and thank you, out, everyone out there, for supporting uh uh, Good Shepherd Catholic uh, Church and in the, the the ministries. Thank you. All right, this has been the interview of the week here on KTH nine ten a.m. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for this week's KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Catholic news and information pertinent to North Texas Catholics. Please join us again next week at this same time for another KATH nine ten a.m. Interview of the Week. 
This is Tony Beshera. My wife, Chris, and I own Babich and Associates. We are the oldest placement and recruitment firm in the state of Texas and proud sponsors of the Guadalupe Radio Network, where you're also members of St. Thomas Aquinas in Dallas. Babich and Associates offers candidates insights into the current job market and provides professional candidates we have interviewed on a face-to-face basis to our employers. Our number to call is 214-823-9999, or you can find us on the web at Babich, B-A-B-I-C-H, dot com. Attention young adults, are you searching for the purpose of life, looking to be closer to God in silence? Are you between 18 and 35 years of age? Montserrat Jesuit Retreat House in Lake Dallas is offering a young adults retreat on Friday, September 30th. At the retreat, you'll have the opportunity to grow in your spiritual life, develop a more intimate and personal relationship with God, and have time for reconciliation and peace. For more information and to sign up, visit MontserratRetreat.org. Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing and free ultrasounds. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit Loretta House. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, Catholic radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.